Patrice Bergeron had a nice little weekend in Vegas. The Boston Bruins are set to host another winter classic. We're gearing up for the unofficial start of the second half of the season. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. My name is Ian McLaren, lifelong Bruins fan, been writing about this team for going on 17 years now, covered the NHL full-time for five years with the score up here in Ontario, where I live just west of Toronto. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do hit that subscribe button on both the audio and video uh, presentations. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. I apologize that the podcast is a bit later today than it usually was. Uh, My wife, Lauren, and I had a nice little break this weekend. We went to a nearby town that has a cozy little inn that we stayed at. Uh, This place is perfect. It has a fireplace right in the room, a pub downstairs, another restaurant downstairs. We barely had to leave the uh, the place all weekend, and it was uh, just so nice to get away, read, and relax. And uh, I was able to catch up on a bit of Bruins news. And let's start with, well, let's start with the Winter Classic, shall we? The Boston Bruins, it was announced on Friday, will host the 2023 Winter Classic Uh, taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins at Fenway Park. It'll be the fifth regular season outdoor game for the Bruins, the second time they've hosted at Fenway Park, home of the MLB's Boston Red Sox. And we all know that recently the Fenway Group purchased the Pittsburgh Penguins. So it can't be too coincidental that the Bruins will be taking on the Penguins at the baseball field owned by the team that owns the Penguins. It's just a nice, uh, you know, conversion of uh, events for both the Bruins and for Fenway. Uh, Now the game uh, continues a tradition that was established in 2008. Uh, The 2023 game will be the 15th anniversary of the first Winter Classic, which was held in Buffalo, and uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins played in that game as well. Uh, the last time the Bruins hosted the Winter Classic was in 2016. Unfortunately, they lost to the Montreal Canadiens at Gillette Stadium, losing 5-1. to one. Uh, They Actually, that wasn't the last time. That was the last time they hosted. The last time they played in the Winter Classic was in 2019 at Notre Dame against the Chicago Blackhawks. The Bruins won 4-2 in front of over 76,000 fans at Notre Dame Stadium, second largest crowd in history behind the um, 
Maple Leafs and the Red Wings at Michigan. Uh, Tuka Rask made 36 saves in that one. And Sean Corrali, our old friend who's now in Columbus, scored the game winner. Uh, the Bruins, of course, hosted the outdoor class or the winter classic at Fenway in 2010, defeating the Philadelphia Flyers. Marco Sturm scored the overtime winner in that one and also dropped the gloves. And then, of course, last season, the Bruins played at Lake Tahoe. Coming up on the year anniversary of that, actually. I was on the 21st. Pasternak scored a hat-trick. Uh, Trent Frederick scored. Charlie Coyle, Nick Ritchie, Charlie McAvoy, one of the most beautiful backdrops for a goal in that one. And, of course, that was preceded by their amazing entrance um, coming in, wearing all kinds of 90s garb. So the Bruins, I know there was a lot of backlash on social media, the fact that, uh, you know, they NHL kind of branched out this year and took it to the Western Conference, uh, Minnesota and St. Louis. Uh, the last one before that, I believe, was Dallas. Uh, who did they play in that one? Nashville, I believe, they played in that one. Um, so a lot of people were, you know, a little critical of them going back to very traditional opponents uh, in the Bruins and the Penguins who have been in this game multiple times. The Penguins, like I said, they played in the first one. And uh, I don't think they've actually hosted a winter classic. They did host um, stadium series games. Uh, no, that's not true. They did host the winter classic 2011 at Heinz Field. Uh, they lost to the Capitals. So they've been in two already. This will be the Bruins' uh, fourth appearance in the Winter Classic, which I believe will be uh, most. I don't know if Chicago's played in more. Well, Chicago played in 2019. They played in 2017. They played in 2015 and 2009. So Bruins will match the Blackhawks for uh, most appearances uh, at four. No, they won't even because the Blackhawks have been in five. I'm so sorry. Been away. Not really good at the math at the moment, but the Blackhawks have played in uh, one, two, three, four winter classics. The Bruins will be playing in their fourth. Wow. We got that sorted out. So the Bruins will match the Blackhawks with most winter classic appearances, and it will be their third time hosting Chicago has only played it in Chicago. Once this will be the third time the Bruins will host it in. Well, I guess Foxborough is not really in Boston, but you know what I mean? Anyways, very exciting. I would love to wait, make my way down there for this and uh, we'll get more details on tickets and availability uh, in the next coming weeks and months. I'm sure. Before we get to Bergie at the All-Star Game, Built Bar, this is the time of year. I've pretty much given up on my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to it, eating right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution, to be honest, because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out. It's one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. They're a protein-infused marshmallow bar. They're fluffy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're perfect uh, for dipping in hot chocolate. That's a bit of a secret there. 
Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. All built bars are covered in 100% chocolate, even the puffs, and they're low calorie, high protein. Go to built.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and you'll be blown away by the uh, specifications in here. Compared to a candy bar, it's uh, just a very healthy and great tasting alternative. They make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. You will not regret it. Now, I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms. Uh, For your second listen, it is Super Week, brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than Locked On NFL Podcast. Locked On Bengals, Locked On Rams, they're in LA all week covering the big game. So check those out if you are so inclined. Now, of course, Patrice Bergeron was in Vegas over the weekend taking part in all-star festivities. Um, I'm a bit concerned at the moment because we've got a couple people coming back in Jack Hughes, Quinn Hughes. Uh, They've tested positive for COVID. They were both at all-star weekend. Evgeny Malkin, who wasn't there, uh, he tested positive. Hopefully, Bergeron is back at practice here this afternoon. Um, Brad Marchand, according to Fluto Shinzawa, the first player back on the ice for practice. Uh, Bergeron uh, was accompanied by his entire family, his wife, Stephanie, his kids, Zach, Victoria, and Noam. They were Noah, sorry. They were with him all throughout the festivities, wearing number 37 jerseys with daddy on the back. Um, he took part in the accuracy Shooting competition, uh, didn't quite pull off the win there. Uh, it was Sebastian Aho who won from Carolina 10.937 seconds, hitting all four targets. Bergeron, uh, well back in uh, seventh place in, uh, in that competition. He did, of course, watch. He was very impressed with, uh, as we all were, Trevor Zagras from Anaheim. Wearing a blindfold, dodgeball routine. He said the move was pretty amazing. He thought Jack Hughes was well thought out as well. Uh, Alex Peterangelo won that competition. A bit robbed, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, John Hamm is to blame for that one, I believe. Now, Patrice Bergeron, he um, scored a goal in the semifinal round of the all-star tournament the atlantic team lost to the central division who lost to the metro in the finals uh claude Giroux was the mvp uh bergeron said it was nice to get one fortunately couldn't get the win their, po- their team hit a lot of posts uh but he enjoyed himself for sure he played mostly with defenseman rasis Dalin and dylan larkin uh Dallin picked up a goal and an assist he wasn't even in the league when Bergeron made his last All-Star Game appearance in 2016. Uh, he Bergeron said it was fun to have some conversations with some of these younger guys. 
sometimes you don't have a feel or understanding of what a guy is all about until you get to meet them behind the scenes. So it was pretty cool that way. And he just told himself he really wanted to enjoy it, have fun over the weekend, spend some quality time with his family, but also try to represent the Bruins as best he can. Trying to live the experience through his kids' eyes. Let's be honest, this whole event is designed for kids. He saw how excited they were, happy they were walking the red carpet, uh, which was really cool. He is looking forward to getting back to action tomorrow night uh, against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hopefully all the guys are resting and ready to get going. He said, uh, I know David Pasternak was in Florida. A bunch of guys took some time away. I know Brandon Carlo. I saw him poolside. Same with Curtis Lazar. Big game tomorrow night against Pittsburgh. And then it's going to be busy from there on out. Uh, but that's how you like it. He said, you want to hopefully get on a roll and keep improving as a team and get into the playoffs feeling good. The Bruins will play 39 games uh, between now and April 29th, uh, which will, yeah, not lead to many breaks uh, for the Boston Bruins. Now he was also asked about uh, the 2023 winter classic, which fingers crossed he will be a part of. We all know he's an unrestricted free agent at season's end. Doesn't want to uh, look too forward to that. But uh, again, hopefully he is able to be part of that. Um, and yeah, that would be a good kind of bookends to this run for the Bruins. Obviously 2010, we all know what happened in the playoffs. Uh, they've been excellent competitive since despite a little dip there where they missed the playoffs. Uh, how great would it be for Bergeron to go out on a winning note, Stanley Cup wise, have this swan song perhaps at um, Fenway Park. Uh, hopefully he has a couple more years in him anyways beyond this next season. And in fact, if you look at uh, Dom Lecician of the uh, Athletic, you will see that he, I believe, has um, Bergeron as the favorite right now for the Selkie Trophy. So he is continuing to play at a high level. It was great to see him out there with some of the younger guys. Great to see him scoring. He did also talk about um, Tugarask, how he has a great friendship with him. Um, and... You know, he's been around since Bergeron's been around. Uh, maybe a couple years difference, but it, he said it's a treat to have him back in the locker room and back on the ice. He's so poised. He's a leader. He's got that voice that when he uses it, people listen. Now, today at practice, there's no sign of Tuka Rask, according to Steve Conroy. Swayman and Olmark are the two goalies on the ice. Eric Haula out of COVID protocols and back practicing. So, yeah, Tugarask remains missing in action. He's out with uh, complications from his off-season hip surgery, and we'll have to wait and see whether, yeah, he's able to make a comeback at all. If he's not able to to play on this uh, surgically repaired hip, 
Uh, that's going to be a huge storyline going down the season. And in tomorrow's podcast, we'll talk about some of these storylines that we need to watch for the Boston Bruins over the balance of the season. But that right there is a huge one. There's a trade deadline coming up March 21st. Uh, there's, you know, how far can the Bruins go in the playoffs? Patrice Bergeron's future. Uh, these are all some of the things that uh, we'll talk about tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins as uh, kind of a mini preview of the unofficial second half of the season. Now, Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Uh, the big game is coming up on Sunday, and Bet Online is the best spot for all your props, scores, podcasts, and news. That's betonline.net. It's just not for football either. They have you covered on pro college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new and amazing offers available for the 2022 season at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. I'm seeing here on Monday afternoon that Jack Eichel is back at practice following the All-Star break in a non, sorry, in a, he has shed the no contact jersey, meaning he is uh, very close to, uh, to coming back, it seems. So that will be a huge storyline for the Vegas Golden Knights, not only adding him, but how they're going to fit his salary under the cap. Uh, right now, I believe they are very close to the cap. Um, zero projected cap space. They have about $5 million in deadline cap space. Uh, so they're going to have to trade somebody in order to uh, accommodate his his the balance of his contract, presumably. Um, maybe Riley Smith coming back to Boston. He would actually be a um, not a bad uh, not a bad pickup for the Boston Bruins. Uh, Nick Felino, Trent Frederick are practicing, according to Connor Ryan. Um, so it depends where the Bruins want to upgrade, where they're going to uh, subtract. But, yeah, that's a big storyline for Vegas, who probably one of the uh, favorites to win the Cup at this point. NHL.com talked about some league-wide storylines to look up. Uh, there's 95 games that were postponed because of COVID before Christmas that will be played during this Olympic window. Um, they will, you know, this was supposed to be a time where NHL players were going to be in Beijing. But that's not the case. There's two games on the schedule tonight. Uh, New Jersey, Ottawa, Carolina, Toronto. And it's a packed schedule moving forward. Uh, there's decisions to be made on some high-profile players who might be available. Claude Giroux, Marc-Andre Fleury, Thomas Hurdle, Phil Kessel, maybe Joe Pavelski, and John Klingberg. They'll be headliners in trade rumors. Uh, I would love to see Claude Giroux in black and gold as a second line center. Thomas Hurdle would be a probably a bit of a pipe dream. I've talked before about Phil Kessel. He's expected to be traded. Uh, that would be pretty fun for sure. Um, and then going back to outdoor games, there's actually two on the schedule. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning will play the Nashville Predators um, at, in 
Nashville, home of the Tennessee Titans on February 26th. And then the Maple Leafs and the Sabres will play on March 13th at Tim Hortons Field, which is uh, just a short drive from my house, actually. So, yeah, that's it for today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins, I think. Wanted to talk about the Bruins getting the Winter Classic, Bergeron's, yeah, kind of low-key appearance at the All-Star game. Uh, just having fun with this family, uh, connecting with some of the younger players around the league. And uh, my glasses seem really off balance. And uh, also, yeah, just having some great time with his family uh, and looking forward to being back for the stretch run for the Boston Bruins. Just looking at a fun video of Linus Allmark and um, Jeremy Swayman reunited at practice. They'll be the duo here for the time being. With Tuka Rask, it's still a question mark, and that will be a big question uh, heading forward for the Bruins. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Apologies again for being a bit late. We had a great weekend away. Uh, I recommend watching Somebody Somewhere on uh, Crave. That's a very good new show, That uh, very heartwarming. Uh, we low-key started watching Euphoria, Don't Tell Anybody. And um, yeah, just a lot of reading over the weekend. I've been reading this book called Empire of Pain about the Sackler family and Oxycontin in the U.S., uh, which is similar to that Dope Sick show that was on Hulu or Disney+. Plus. Anyways. Yeah, I hope you are all off to a great start this week. You had a great weekend. We'll be back tomorrow on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast to preview tomorrow night's game against the Penguins, as well as uh, tee up the unofficial second half of the season, the remaining 32 games for the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.